Welcome to Wellversed, where we bring biblical principles of governance to governmental leaders and you. This is the Wellversed podcast. Well, we're continuing now. We're going to go right to Frank Kaser. Now, that name you should recognize because we offered his book. I'm going to have you talk about his book in a moment. A, a phenomenal book. Frank serves on our board, but he, he wears more than one hat. He does research for us. He's brilliant at that. He's sort of a, almost like a team of staff member and a member of the board uh, all at the same time. Gives lots of good counsel as a board member, but also a lot of good advice for just even the constructs of Wellversed. He was, he was heavily involved uh, with me when we wrote the book Wellversed. In fact, if you'll look on the flyleaf, you'll see his name there because his influence was so strong in the putting together of that book. I'm very, very grateful for this man. Frank Kaser, thank you for being on with us and thank you for your friendship. I don't know how many years we've known each other, but I suppose about 10, 12, 15 years, I'm guessing. Actually, it's close to 20, believe it or not. 20 years. Okay. Wow. Well, I praise God for you and for your, your influence in my life. Now, you are, you are a physicist. I know you're retired now, but a physicist, right? That's correct. Yep. That's, that, <laughs> now that's kind of a brainiac area. Uh, what, what, did, what did you do as a physicist? Uh, I worked for the Department of Defense in a Navy research laboratory, and almost my whole career was in the intelligence community, both on the research development, test and evaluation end of it. Intelligence community, which means you can't tell me what you really did. That's basically true, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, I won't ask more questions there, but thank you for your uh, involvement with the U.S. Navy and for what you did for our country. So we'll, we'll move from the retired physicist to the issue of, uh, my goodness, your grasp of scriptures. I call you a biblical applicationist. By the way, at the Future Conference, sign up for the Future Conference, folks, wellversedworld.org. Go to that and then click on Future Conference, and there you'll see a list of about uh, 43 speakers. Uh, one of the roles Frank is going to be playing is while the speakers are talking, uh, there will be uh, on the screen behind them. There'll be the basic points, key points, but Frank is, I call him an a, a, a incredibly gifted biblical applicationalist on any issue for, relating to government life, political life. He can pull out the scriptures that apply specifically to that. And so he's going to be typing those. And when the conference is over, you're going to have that on your computer and your cell phone. So Frank, I, I'm so grateful for the gifting the Lord has done in your own life, in your own congregation. You are one of the elders in your church, giving high-level leadership, that congregation. But how did you become so skilled on the application of Scripture in the governmental arena? Well, it's interesting because it's kind of a follow-on to my career, being a physicist. Physics primarily is the description of systems, if you will, and how they work. So it was natural after I became a Christian. And I came to the point where I realized that God's word is everything I need for faith and practice, and all the matters associated with that, that it seemed to me pretty logical that God would also give us the principles that would apply to the governmental systems all around us that have such a massive impact on us every day. And sure enough, you start mining them, and they're virtually in every book of the Bible. So I, it became a natural then to take the skills that I had and apply them to researching scripture and apply it in a practical way to the governmental systems and politics and 
whatever the institutions are around us. And so that's why it fits well with well-versed. I, uh, one time I heard Senator James Langford say that the, uh, all the books of the Old Testament are they written either by government, for government, or to government, or somehow about it in some way? So I texted uh, Senator Langford. He's a former pastor before he went in the Congress and in the Senate. And I, uh, I said, I want to quote you on that. That's okay. He said, well, I know for 37 of the 39 books for sure. And so I went to Frank. I said, Frank, go through the books of the Bible. Tell me how many of them specifically relate to government, either for a government official, about government, something related to government. Frank came back and said, all 66 books. So he put together a booklet on that. And we, uh, we can download that for people, can't we? I don't know if we have that on our website right now. Uh, folks, uh, we'll be in touch with you back on that. You'll, you'll want a clip of that, but I, we, we could download that to them, correct? Can we, Frank? I believe you can, yes. And there's a okay. short synopsis for each book. It just gives the highlights of each book and how it relates to government one way or another. It's interesting, even uh, not by might nor by spirit, I mean, not, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Zechariah, that, that was said to a government official. We quote it all the time, but we don't realize who it was said to. So, Frank, you did, you did that writing. And then one time I asked you to go through the entire Republican platform, quite a few pages, entire Democrat platform, a lot of pages. And I want you to pull out the key constructs and, and put them in a column of the Democrat view on this issue, the Republican view on this issue, then the scriptures view on this issue. That's another one we could provide for. We did have it available one time. I think it's not on the website right now. To my knowledge. Actually, it still is. It still is. Mm -hmm. it's, it's there? Okay. Well, it's still up there. You can check out wellversedworld.org and then and, and see that. By the way, just one quick note on that. Uh, that's the actual quotes from the platforms. I don't add or subtract from what they actually say. In, on both of those political stances. Very important to say, exactly. Then you wrote a book more recently, 65, what's the title? 65 Wisdom Principles for Christian Political Activists. <laughs> that book is incredible. Uh, what, what, tell me an overview of what these 65 Wisdom Principles are. Well, I, it was intended actually to be a follow-on to your book, Well-Versed. Well-Versed gets into how do you address the practical issues of the day? How do you defend God's word on that? This one gets into the practical issues associated with the person and their relationship to Christ when they face questions in the political realm, whether they run for office, whether they support a political candidate, whether they vote, whether they don't vote, because that's a political statement, by the way, just as much as voting in a lot of cases. Um, what its role of the church is, how do we become equipped and engaged, how do we do it in a Christ-honoring way. So again, it gets into that niche of the practical outworking of the lordship of Christ in our life when we get engaged in the political realm at any level. And so I've pulled out in mind 65 principles, two pages each, <laughs> a source verse for each, and then I just kind of um, flesh it out. And that book basically encapsulates what I've been trying to teach and lecture on for for many years. You can see how blessed I am to get to partner with a man like this who has the grasp of scriptures. I mean, I turned to him. I, folks, I've pastored for a lot of years, four and a half plus, well, 49 years of pastoring. I think it's total, something like that. And I, I many times turned to Frank and said, Frank, what's the, what's the biblical principles at stake in this issue? 
and he will off the top of his head pull things. I go, oh my goodness, I wish I'd have seen that. So Frank, I, it's an honor to partner with you in ministry. I praise God for your life. What else should we know about Frank Kasher before I go to our next one? Is there anything? Well, you asked if we had any hobbies. I'm a numismatist. Tell what that is. <laughs> it sounds fancy, but it's a coin collector. And you have an extensive collection? No, not really. But uh, when I was young, I was very interested in coins. So I collected them throughout the years. So it's, it's fun. It's a little, it's a good uh, uh, side, side hobby to, to be involved in. But I'm married. We have three grown adult children. They're married and five grandchildren. So we've been blessed abundantly with, with family. It's a wonderful family. Frank Kasher, I sure love and respect and honor you. Thank you for what you mean to me and what you mean to Well-Versed and, and the way he blesses Well-Versed that really helps the World Prayer Network in a lot of ways you don't even know about uh, behind the scenes. So thank you, Frank. Blessings on you, my brother. And thank you, Jim, for making me one part of your team and allowing me to serve that way. It's been a real honor and privilege on my side. So thank you. Mine too, brother. We're going to go to Houston, Texas now. Greg Berg. And Greg, you have the longest title. Now, Greg serves on our board, but he got on our board because out of the blue, he started caring about well-versed and the financial pressures. It is not easy sustaining a ministry, to be quite candid. For all of my life, I pastored a church. What do you do? You receive offerings on Sunday morning. You, you fund the organization. Then boom, all of a sudden, I have a 501c3 that has no Sunday morning congregation. Didn't know we were going to end up with a Sunday night congregation Wednesday night, but uh, he became aware. Great became aware that the the finances are are a challenge. You've got to meet the needs, and any donation is appreciated very much. I assure you. But Greg and I had first connected years before and lost contact with each other. We first connected, and I was staying in the home of a man in Houston because my then wife uh, Carol, who passed away nine years ago. She was in the MD Anderson Cancer Center in the hospital there. We were making trips back and forth, trying to get the best treatment we possibly could to save her life. And uh, I was staying in the home of Dr. James Tour, who's been a guest twice on World Prayer Network. He's a phenomenal follower of Jesus and professor at Rice University there in Houston. And so one morning, I don't remember who arranged for it, but somebody arranged for a man named Greg Berg to pick me up and drive me to the airport. It was early. It was still dark. It was like 5 a.m. or something. And we didn't get very far. And I was asking about you. And then I found out your wife had died. And oh, boy, that was a. Uh, uh, it got kind of quiet for me in the car for a while. Uh, this is a man who's been down a road I do, do not want to go. Uh, I later was to travel that road and found it to be unbelievably difficult. Uh, both of us have been blessed to remarry since then, and we have wonderful wives. We are both so such incredibly blessed men. So Greg Berg, he, he, we, we kind of lost contact from that years ago. He jumped back in and started just giving some counsel advice financially without even being aware that we needed his help. And oh my God, if you bought a shofar, that was all his idea. He came up and said, Jim, you need to offer shofars. So I said, well, who's going to buy that? Well, the fact is, many of you did, a lot of you, poor Robert Winger can hardly keep up with the demand. Thank you for supporting Wellverse the way you did through the purchase of those shofars. That was all the ideas of Greg Berg. Greg, your title at your company, you work for what company? 
I work for Merrill Lynch. What is your title at Merrill Lynch? First Vice President. I'm a wealth management advisor and a portfolio manager. That is a long title and it sounds very impressive. And the reason it sounds impressive is because it is impressive. It's and about 23 years worth of experience. Oh, way to go, way to go. And you are also a graduate, uh, let's see, Oral Roberts University. Uh, I have my Bachelor of Art in New Testament Theology. I have my Master of Divinity from Oral Roberts University. And I'm currently enrolled at the University of Wales working on my MBA. MBA, <laughs> you, you continue to go further in your education. Tell us a little bit about Greg Berg so people can know a little bit about you before we go. We got to go to Alan here in a moment, but I cannot tell you how much you have blessed us. Uh, just a friend of Wellverse, and then you became a board member officially uh, just recently. Give us a little bit more glimpse into, uh, into Greg. We, we share the common bond of being discipled by Dr. Edwin Lewis Cole, founder of Christian well, Men's Network. And it's through his legacy ministry and Dr. Paul Lewis Cole that we were able to make our very first connection. Sitting and listening to you preach in Dallas with your uh, blessed wife and seeing the struggle that she went through, it brought up lots of memories and experience. Dr. Cole taught us that Christ-likeness and manhood are synonymous. And the way to leadership is through servanthood. And I saw you as a servant leader and how you dealt with your wife and how that, uh, coerced with how my my first wife and I uh, reacted. Uh, she had cancer for four years and one month before going home to be with the Lord at age 29. Now, oh. for, the, for those that have been to Bible school, for those that have been to seminary, they don't have a class on that. Mm. And so you have to really d dig into God's word and stay close to him. And that's what I saw you doing. And that's what I had experience in my own life. See, women bond face to face, men bond shoulder to shoulder. And most of that is through a project. So then when Wellverse came out, I said, well, I remember Dr. Jim and I followed you through the courtship and marriage of your beautiful bride, uh, Rosemary. And in that, I said, that's something that I would like to get behind and support as well. We did that just by making contact and saying, I'm available. I'm here. How can I help? And you said, well, we, we've got a couple of things. Uh, why don't you think about and pray about this? And that's really where we came back together. And we put our shoulders together. We picked up the, the load. And with the help of many people, we've been able to carry and sustain uh, that load. Wow. What, what a good statement. Yeah. He and I met through, as he indicated, Edwin Lewis Cole. M. Lewis Cole was the third most influential male in my life behind my father and a man named Derek Johnson. M. Lewis Cole touched thousands, probably tens or hundreds of thousands of men across America. That was the beginning of the men's movement way before Promise Keepers. It was staggering. And he ended up attending the church I pastored in Dallas-Fort Worth. And he would call me his pastor I could never bring myself to use that phrase. I would never say I was Edwin Lewis Cole's pastor. I felt unworthy. So I would say I'm the one he calls pastor because I couldn't bring myself to say that title for, for, for myself. But um, both Greg and I, along with tens of thousands of others, 
fell under his incredible discipleship umbrella and we were never quite the same again great guys so i so admire and respect you appreciate you my brother i'm really glad you're part of the well-versed team and you in the short time you've been a part of the team your blessing on us has just been i i marveled at your your, your knowledge uh and you've guided me you've really guided me well so thank you for that and uh, everybody if you need a, a wealth portfolio manager in houston texas with merrill lynch here's your guy greg anything you want to say before i go on to alan uh, we we bless you and rosemary we bless the entire team uh those that share on a weekly basis those that serve behind uh, the camera that you never hear and see it, it seems like the only time we comment about them is when we have problems but uh, those people work so hard and are so dedicated to their crafts and go ahead, to, go, ahead go ahead and to each one of those that spend the two hours on sunday night and the two hours on wednesday night that's time well spent because that's time that's spent in the presence of the most high god and people say time heals all things i'm sorry that's a lie straight from the pit time doesn't heal all things only god through his son jesus christ of nazareth and we only achieve that as we spend time in his word and we spend time in his presence dr jim rosemary that's evident in your life and in your service and for that we thank you and bless you oh my goodness thank you great man boy this is this is proven to be a tender time for me. Thank you. Thank you for that. Well, you set me up perfectly a moment ago to go to Alan. said, we, we don't call attention to the guys behind the camera. If something goes wrong. We're very blessed. Rarely does anything go wrong. In fact, when it does go wrong, it's, it's basically because I failed to notify Alan or Terry or Tristan that we're supposed to be recording. And, and, and Greg, by the way, before we leave on the issue World Prayer Network, it's two hours on the air. We always intend to shorten it. We never do manage to do that. But it's an hour before that, off the air. So people don't realize all the intercessors gather and they're on their own closed network. They pray for one hour before. So it's three hours for uh, for a whole lot of people, including the one you're about to meet. I want you to meet Alan Ingram. Alan met just like Greg. I met Alan the same way. Out of, out of the blue, here came, it, it touched my heart deeply. Here came a donation. I don't generally see the donations that come in. And somehow, I don't know how, uh, I, I should see them all, but I, I did, I don't. But this one was sent to me and I saw, so I just wrote back a thank you. Thank you for, for touching our ministry that way. You don't know what this means to me. And we got the dialoguing back and forth. I asked, what do you do? He said, if I can help for anything. Then a lot of months passed. And he said, well, you want to help us on uh, the technology of, of some of the stuff we're doing? He jumped in and said, of course, little we know that he was a genius at that. And I didn't even know until just a few minutes ago how much of a genius he is at that. I'm finding out more and more all the time. Alan Ingram from Ohio. And on, uh, let's see, Alan, on Wednesday nights. You're on Wednesday nights, right? Yeah, currently uh, doing the back office on Wednesdays, yes. And whenever else anybody needs assistance, but yes. And then he's done a ton of tapings other times. Uh, other days, sometimes I fail to give him much, <laughs> as in last Friday or Thursday when I called him, broke into a phone call, I felt that phone call and started taping now. And so poor Alan has put up with my failure to plan ahead more than I want to admit. <laughs> Alan, I want, and, and we're going to have you lead in a worship song here in a moment, okay? Do you have your good time? I can do that. Okay. Alan, tell us a little bit about you 
because here you are, they don't see you uh, on the World Prayer Network, and yet you're the you're one of the guys who makes it happen technologically. <laughs> uh, certainly, no. Listen, it, it's it's truly an honor. Um, I kind of just from a history standpoint with Well Versed. Um, <clears throat> first day I knew about Well Versed was November fourth, uh, twenty twenty, uh, oh at, at about eight thirty uh, in the evening uh, Eastern. Um, I happened to be looking for a broadcast post-election to get some information. And for some reason, of course, this is, these are the things where God never has coincidence. But um, I came across your broadcast on the um, on what at that time was world, what, what do we call it back then? That was before Global the, Prayer Call. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So You were on the then, very first one. Yes, I was. That's how I met you guys. And then, of course, <clears throat> um, meeting you first uh, time back last year and... Um, in Michigan was the first time I actually saw you face to face. So yeah, that was, again, it was just, again, it's truly an honor because I'm really uh, beyond uh, behind <clears throat> the ministry, what you do, how you do, how you shape it. And the biblical nature of it is just, you know, truly right down my line. But you know, what I've been doing, I, I've basically been in technology for about 30 something years. I know I date myself when I say that, but I was, uh, I've basically been in technology when the uh, PC revolution started in the, the late eighties and I've been pretty much deep into that since then, uh, you know, fast forward, however many years I've worked for both public and private companies, Pricewaterhouse, Home Shopping Network, uh, leadership roles in those companies. And recently last five Wait or a minute, six you, years, you did what, what were the companies? Uh, Pricewaterhouse, uh, Coopers, Pricewaterhouse, a little bit Pricewaterhouse Coopers, Home Shopping Network, which is out of uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. What'd you uh, do with them? <clears throat> Uh, same basic premise. I was a, a global architect for them from a technology standpoint and uh, dealing basically with all of the uh, infrastructure, uh, back office infrastructure, uh, routers, switches, and all that fun stuff that usually brings uh, a deer in the headlights when I start talking tech with people. But yeah, suffice it to say, it's uh, all well, the global, uh, global architect, I understand, because yeah. I'm a theologian. So the only global architect I ever know of is God. So God made the world. But <laughs> Uh, so I'm glad to be another global architect. <laughs> yes. So um, yeah, for public and private, I worked with um, <clears throat> the co-founder of Office Max, Michael Foyer. I was worth his uh, first startup after he sold the company, uh, a company called Max Wellness. Um, and then <clears throat> has, uh, you know, worked for real estate investment trusts. And then for the last five years, I've been doing, uh, working directly with uh, nonprofits. Uh, I spent... Um, over four years with Langham Partnership, which is a global nonprofit, 131 countries, um, and uh, recently working with uh, Lutheran Community Services. And of course, uh, glad to be able to uh, provide some value with uh, Wellverse as well. It's not some value, it's a lot of value. He, he, he's gracious enough, he volunteered his time. I didn't even know he was, he was a consultant to other, uh, all these other nonprofits. And here we have been taking advantage of him all this time. And he's been volunteering his time in a gracious way, and we are immensely grateful. Among other things, you are a worship leader. Yes, I've led worship for, good Lord, several decades off and on. <clears throat> um, I was, uh, actually our church, I think I may have talked to you about it, but we actually sold our brick and mortar about three years ago. And uh, pretty much everybody uh, pulled their money, and we certainly, we now meet as a home group, and all of our... Uh, Ties and offerings go directly to uh, all sorts of different partners that we partner with. So we were able to do a lot more that way than the brick and mortar. So <clears throat> we currently meet um, uh, weekly on that regards, but uh, definitely um, from a 
leader, uh, worship leader perspective for many, many years. I love to worship. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's one of those hobbies as far as musicians being a, a work. I play uh, piano, uh, guitar, and drums. So yeah, kind of. All Whoa, I didn't know about the piano and the drums. I'm learning yeah. more about it. Okay. And, and, you, and you even led a small group discussion of the book Well Versed. That's our home group, yeah. Like I told you, one of the funniest calls we've, uh, the many times if you called, the funniest call was when we literally, I can't remember what chapter, I think we we're in chapter like 17 or 18, and the phone rang and I knew it was you, obviously. I picked it up and after I finished speaking with you, I said, well, that was Dr. Girl. I mean, we literally just finished watching one of your well-versed videos uh, on that chapter. And everybody's kind of laughing like, oh yeah, sure. It was like, no, no, really, that was Dr. Garlow. And I kind of kicked myself because I should have put it on speaker and said, you know, say hello to the uh, group, Dr. Garlow. <laughs> oh, I would have loved that. I would have loved that. By the uh, way, you can be up for a commercial. Get the yes. book well first. You'll go to our website and you can click on, uh, it's actually well-versed, uh, book. book, book.com, wellversedbook.com. You can go there and click in her 31 short videos. <clears throat> Yes, and all you, it's a plug and play. You can you can lead the discussion on the yep. Wellverse book because on that website are all the questions to ask, and uh, yeah, people read the chapter, or if they even don't read the chapter, I come on with a seven, eight, nine, ten minute video yep. to set it up, and then you jump right into the questions on that chapter, and the amount of preparation you you need is minuscule. It's very small amount. It's by virtue of yeah. And so, well, I mean, and that's one thing that I really is just uh, really in sync uh, with you and your and your ministry, Dr. Garlow, and that is you actually had a little video of it, which I have played many times for many people uh, recently when you were, I think it was in Nashville. It was that um, broadcasters uh, summit where you basically had that little um, interview where you were people call you politically going, no, I'm actually biblical. And that's uh, that was powerful. That's 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 right in sync with uh um with um with how i feel as well so i i actually was at nrb in nashville but that was that was just a, a day or two later i was okay. coming through dallas i was in dallas when that oh got it okay when they called me political i says I, I i'm not political i'm biblical you don't recognize biblical anymore that's right Amen. <laughs> yes. and we can put that clip back on if some of you want to see that well i want you to lead us in work is there anything more we need to know about alan and then you lead us in worship Oh, I certainly will be glad to. Let me, uh... What kind of guitar do you have there? Uh, this is a ovation, left-handed. Oh. And people, uh, they, uh, they look like they're people that play guitar look at me in, in the mirror because I'm a left-handed player, so. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you, Dr. Garlow. Oh, my. No, thank you. I, I just listening to you play. I just reflecting on what each of you have been saying. I just am so grateful. I'm so grateful for you. I was debating whether to try to do put a, a World Prayer Network call together like this to interview all of you and thought, well, even yesterday about this time, I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't be trying to do this. Maybe that's not a good idea. But just as I'm listening to you, Makes me thank God for, you know, what was going through my mind. I thought, man, 
I get to spend eternity with these guys. This is this is going to be this going to be fun. This is nice, and uh, we won't be under time constraints there. There's a lot more we're going to learn about each other. We we none of us none of us would know of each other were it not for the cross of Jesus. It's the cross of Jesus that connected our hearts, brought us literally into relationship with each other. And it's the cross of Jesus that's going to take us into eternal relationship with each other. So I just feel hugely blessed, guys. Thank you so much. I'm going to go on to the next interview here, but I sure, sure have had fun with you. Blessings on you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please read the show notes for additional details if you would like a copy of the book or resources mentioned. Remember that WellVersed is a 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. We rely on your support and partnership. Thank you for listening to the WellVersed podcast. For more information, please go to www.wellversedworld.org.